0: We are live, and it's Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, we uh, analyze the lyric, and the lyric we'll be analyzing today is from uh, the band Queen, Freddie Mercury, right? Queen. The song, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. It plays a few times every day on the radio, doesn't it? It's a well-known song. Um... I'm not a super-duper fan of Queen, per se. Uh, but I do have um, their greatest hits album, if, if you will. And there are a few of their songs that are truly um, memorable in my lifetime, in the canals of my history, in the past life, and things and whatnots. And uh, to that end, honor and respect to Freddie. Freddie, in my opinion, is probably one of the best... Rock and roll singers ever. And again. Queen's not my favorite band. And Freddie Mercury's not my favorite lead singer or anything. But. uh, As far as vocal power and oomph. uh, He's up there. You know. He's up there with the. The Ronnie. The Ronnie James Dio stuff. Uh, But. uh, Freddie's in a category of his own. If you will. He's just. Magnificent with the power of his vocals just a true talent of the genre and was capable of building uh the tone uh to an end in which you know most singers just cannot achieve there's just a powerful powerful vocal presence and um a true entertainer if you will you know uh Again, I can't take those things away from him. Uh, It is the direction he chose to go with in his life. Sadly and tragically, his life did uh, end sooner than we would have all preferred because we think that with such talent he could have created a lot more music. Uh, I've not watched the movie that came out in regards to queen and freddie in their life and the things they've done it's just doesn't you know wasn't my thing if you will i might watch it in the future i don't know pending on how heavy they are on the uh let's push an agenda in your brain kind of thing but uh um you know it, freddie was just an incredible singer that's i mean i don't know what else to say the guy could sing very well um a few of the songs I can't even remember some of the song titles but again the, the, the most memorable one of the most memorable is another one Bites the Dust right that that heavy bass line don't 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 and uh, what else was there was there um, uh, just like Mary Antoinette dun, 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 I forget the name of that song And then there's the other one. You're my best friend. I like that song. And, uh, of course, a very memorable one is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And I, of course, like a great many of my kind, uh, was um, charmed to the song with um, Wayne's World. (laughs) Garth. Uh, Wayne's World, yeah, that kind of stuff. I think that was in the 90s, wasn't it? Wasn't it in the 90s? And when they're all in that car, and then the song comes on, and they sing the song, and that was it. I'm like, what is that song? I must know. Oh, it's Queen, is it? Oh, yeah, I must have that song. But uh, all that said, we want to analyze the lyric. The lyric, of course, is a journey of a man's mind struggling with his sexual identity, if you will, or what the world would commonly describe it for us Christians in the worldview of Christian principles and the Holy Writ, the bible well it's a man like a great many who struggle with temptation and uh who at the very end in his life chose to practice fall prey to the temptations of sexual perversion uh, and uh became sadly the recipient of the consequences to sexual deviancies Uh, and uh, that is indeed tragic and did not need to happen. But uh, towards the lifestyle of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, (laughs) wild horses couldn't keep me away. Well, you know, you got all these elements of narcotics and um, debauchery and lasciviousness and uh, orgies and whatnots that uh, plague, if you will, uh, the overall condition of the artist now however as as it may as it may be for a great many it is the contributor to the art to the poetry to the tune to the charm and enchantment of the song and one says well is it the influence of sin or is it something else well in my past life, in my experience, and I can only speak to the realm of opinion here. Um, when we were heavily intoxicated with all sorts of luring narcotics and alcohol and the realm of sexual perversions and deviancies, if you will, um, that whole element opens your mind uh, to a, a location of creativity that is certainly not built on decency or things that are upright, but rather true human heathen experience. It's reality, though based on a myth. It's a, It's I know, and if you don't understand my language, I apologize. Some of us who have lived that kind of a life perhaps more so understand the slang there, but um, it, it is what it is. I wrote my music and lived my music as it was written and performed my music as it was lived according to the debauchery of uh, ex- um, excess, that they were pushing the boundaries, or as Morrison would say, the doors. <laughs> Opening the doors to this um, pagan way of life. And because it is, its charm gives momentary fulfillment to the flesh, and so you always chase that dragon, the overwhelming amount and burden of the consequences within all its arteries, if you will, uh, become the experience we write, we feel, we write, we live, and we produce, to which all of you purchase, because you sense that reality. And at times, because it is a direct personal connection with what you are living. Why is country music so popular? in a great many country folk. Because country people have lived certain country ways that associate with country lyrics. Not so much today. Today you'll find what they call country on the pop channel, and it's the same repetitive garbage, in my estimated opinion, mind you. But I come from the realm of, you know, Hank Williams and Willie Nelson and uh, Waylon Jennings, Kenny Rogers, Conway Twitty. Um, I come from the sixties, seventies realm growing up in a household where you had, um, how should I, uh, what was the artist now? Um, oh, I forget the names, but you know, country from even, forties, fifties, sixties, um, Patsy Cline kind of stuff, you know? Um, so t- for me to listen to the this new generation of what they call country is just blasphemous racket. I can't stand it. But, anyways, what was I saying? Yeah, you can connect to it if you if you if if it has that soul, if it has that genuine, real touch to it. And most people who love country music are from the country. Though those who live in the city, some city folks still like to listen to country. It could be heavy metal. It could be rock and roll. It could be all the genres of different musical aspects. If it's lived and it's real, and the poetry and the artistry and the creative, creativity of it is uh, attractive, it's because it, 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 it's, it strikes a chord to the generation, if you will. Bohemian Rhapsody certainly struck a chord. And it will forevermore be a shelf life song. It, it will always be purchased and listened to while this earth turns, of course. Why? There are so many uh, fantastical and sensational stories around the song. What does it mean? Well, the true meaning, of course, was hidden from the public mind in, in purpose so that we can make it our own or always have that mystique about it. You know, oh, there's a there's something magical about the song. You know, it keeps this thing uh, growing around the community and those who listen to the song and those who want to know what it means. Well, I'll tell you what it means. It's the inner mind journey of a man who's struggling with temptation to openly practice or secretly practice a sexual sin that his upbringing would have called a sin, or would have shunned or would have said, you don't do that. That is unnatural. That is not the way we live. And so he's fighting with that inner turmoil because his attraction could have not only been through the female gender, but also through the male gender. Uh, to that end, I I can't understand that. I mean, it's not a thing for me. I've not, I've never struggled with that, and I've said this many times. Though I am not heavy-handed with uh in any way towards those who do have same-sex attraction. I do not understand it. It's not something I've ever struggled with. I can see men and I am so I am very well positioned in my sexuality. I can look at men and know if a man is considered handsome in in in, in uh, our common generation or not but as far as being attracted in any sexual way I've never I've never had to deal with that struggle uh, so um, to that end I am not experienced if you will even in the circles of my past life though that was a practice taking place in various pockets it was just never something I entertained or allowed in my Uh, immediate vicinity, if you will. Um, I was born and raised in a generation where we simply uh, did not accept that kind of a thing, and it was just not a temptation for me. We did certainly have family members and uh, community members who openly practiced uh, the gay way of life, but it was just never a thing I struggled with. However, I have struggled with sin, and I think to a certain measurement, we all are connected with that human condition, that we all struggle with something. Uh, It may not be same-sex attraction, uh, but sexual attraction to the other gender is a real thing for most of us, many of us. Uh, Various addictions... It could be uh, excess in food uh, or uh, sex, drugs and rock and roll. You know, it it, it really um, depends on one's upbringing, the location in which he was raised, the kind of household he was raised in, the kind of family, the neighbors, the work, everything that... Crafts and molds uh, mold, molds uh, one's mind to a certain position or perception or interpretation, if you will. So uh, those things are real, and those things are indeed the condition of this fallen world. I will not uh, bear down a heavy hand on a case per case context. Um, However, I will stand for the truth and expose what is sinful publicly. Um, I try my best to be balanced and level and reasonable to these uh, because, well, we all need God's grace. Uh, We do not seek to become self-righteous, pharisaical hypocrites of the diatrophic order who uh, have such a log sticking out of their forehead, they are incapable of helping anyone with a speck. And that is a dangerous realm found in Christianity, sadly, not because of Christ, mind you. Christ Christ rebuked that kind of person, that kind of evil. Uh, But rather it is the corrupt, selfish ambitions of man... Who creep in unnoticed within the fold as a wolf in sheep's clothing and do these things and can at times, of course, alienate and um, push away rather than cultivate a path or bridge to conversation and reasoning with one another uh, with what is right and what is wrong. And so uh, I try my best to grow in that field. And would like to believe that I have matured a bit more so than perhaps eight years ago or 10 years ago, Um, but I uh, am far from perfect to that end, and all of us need God's grace, and we have to do what's right, but that doesn't void us of calling out what's wrong. Uh, This whole don't judge me thing that folks think they can hide behind is just not a reality. We all judge one another from one angle to another. The Bible teaches us to do so in a righteous way, not in a hypocritical way, but in a righteous way. And that's when you begin to understand balance. And to the conversation of the theme in regards to Bohemian Rhapsody from the band Queen and frontman Freddie Mercury, to which again, you've heard me give honor where honor is due. I truly, in my opinion, believe the man was one of the greatest rock and roll singers ever. I mean, he just had that power. He had that talent. However, like all men, He fell into his vices and in the vice of the entertainment world, certainly a difficult one to stay afloat. You eventually drown. You eventually drown and he drowned into the excesses of the um, things that were made, uh, things that were facilitated to him, sinfully so, which was sexual desires and perversions and drugs and all of that. Corruption, corruption of the flesh. Uh, And this song is indeed uh, from my perspective and how we're going to analyze it to that end. And you'll see how this makes sense. And of course, I didn't just come up with that of my own accord. There has been some interviews and there has been some hints to that angle. And I think that would be the most um, logical, logical poetry from from Freddie's pen because of what he was dealing with in his moment in which he was flirting with it, and now going to go uh, and practice uh, homosexuality and what it meant to have sexual intercourse with a man and have a relationship of the same gender and have uh, affection and loving ties uh, with the same gender. Uh, and um, I think that's what's going on with the song. Of course, you can go check out songfacts, uh, dot com. That's one of, one of the two or three locations I go for information on a song. And you can go there and you can read the information uh, for yourself and see what's taking place there. But uh, by all means, before we move forward and open up the, the lyrics on the screen, Stefan Maillet is my name, if you don't know that already, and Added com is the website. And friends, please, please consider, if you will, uh, signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to sign up over there, but you can choose to support monthly and have exclusive content that greatly helps the Added, Stu- added Souls ministry and studio through the Maye family as we labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ over here in New Brunswick, Canada. It's a beautiful, wonderful work, and we'd love for you to get involved. You can also send donation through PayPal. Email address at souls at gmail.com. And as housekeeping stuff goes, please consider subscribing, giving a thumbs up, sharing the link, dropping a comment. All those wonderful things truly are appreciated, and they help us move forward with the work. That okay? That good stuff? Yeah. Now, Bohemian Rhapsody. Let me put the lyrics on the screen here, and you and I will go through this together. And, uh, Yeah. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. See, this struggle is already being opened in the very beginning Genesis lyrics of this masterpiece, if you will. And it was a strenuous work, by the way. If you read the song facts Article and the various interviews that had taken place to describe the process. It was an, a, a strenuous one with a great many tracks and many things lapping over another here, there, and everywheres. And um, it became, of course, a masterpiece of the genre and a very unique one at that, uh, but well-embraced uh, and uh, well-deserved of honor. So is this the real life Is this just fantasy? My thoughts towards um, sexual deviancies. He is a male and the structure of nature and the order of God's uh, mind for mankind is in relation to the two genders. And this is found from the very beginning, male and female, to become husband and wife. One, there's, I I know this is a very offensive thing to say in our current generation where everything is so quote unquote politically correct, but the facts, the facts of the objective absolute reality we, we experience on this earth in which mankind has been procreating generation after generation for thousands of years, going back to the very first recorded and created human beings, Adam and Eve, we have always and will forever only have two genders. I know the world is trying to create a a tapestry or facet of of a flow in which There are innumerable genders. This is simply not a reasonable... A reasonable uh, path. It's just not real. It's not true. There's only two genders. There have always been and there will always be. And the many letters that are found within the realm of those who have gone uh, into sexual deviancies, all truly mean one singular kind of perversion, which is homosexuality, from one angle to the next. That's what that is. And homosexuality, in the description of its true core, is a man, a male, having sexual intercourse with another male. And that is indeed the unnatural perversion that God found abominable and is still in the realm of lawlessness within the dispensation of the messianic age you and I live in. However, because we are submissive to the age of the Christ, we are not going to practice capital punishment on a man who chooses to fall into his temptations and practice sexual intercourse with the same gender. We will pray for that family member or that neighbor or a co-worker or whoever is struggling with this, maybe even a brother in Christ. We will pray for him uh, or her. And we will seek to cultivate all things necessary to keep them in support of remaining uh, um, remaining uh, heterosexual, if you will, because that is what is right. And, decent. Um, and that is just a simple fact of the matter. Uh, you can hate me, you can throw stones at me, you can call me all the names they, they call us, bigot or phobic or whatever. Uh, it doesn't change the fact. Whether I be the one saying this or not, it, it, it will not change the fact. You could murder me today. The, the, this fact will still be spoken of tomorrow. So, to that end, from the Christian worldview, with the practice of homosexuality, it is an act of lawlessness in which you 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 simply cannot you simply cannot depart from this earth and be found in eternal peace. Practicing, you have to change your mind about that. It is difficult. It is a very strong sacrifice, but it can be done if you are willing to understand the true love and compassion and nature of our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ. He will give you a better path in life, a a more so fulfillment. Uh, But um, to that end, Freddie Mercury over here with Queen, uh, he fell into that trap, yet he was born and raised uh, to know that practicing homosexuality was... Unnatural and lawless. And there are certain, of course, interesting lyrics to the song here in which he will write and perform that come from, uh, would you know it, the Quran and uh, various other angles of struggle he has. And this is truly his mind on paper. In my opinion, as we analyze this together, it's truly his mind on paper with the struggle uh, he has with um, homosexuality and kind of the inner thought fight with it. Um, for me personally, it would not be homosexuality. It would probably be my past life and alcohol and drugs and various other elements of this, that and the other, of a, a familiar or nostalgic mind and whatnot. You have to learn how to be self-controlled and renewed. And uh, truly, it is the better life. I would not go back. I, I, you, you can't pay me to go back. I do have memories at times, and I know throughout the years I have fallen off the wagon and I have found myself again uh, just confessing my sins to God and begging forgiveness and wanting to try another day. There's a difference there. You walk in the light, uh, and at times you you fall, and you seek guidance, and you beg God for forgiveness, and you, you have that transparency. And uh, it's a struggle, but you move forward. And each day you become stronger and further away from sin. And at uh, times that takes tragic moments in your life, devastating moments in your life of trauma to kind of um, recalibrate your character and your behavior and your path and stuff like that. Sometimes it even comes at the hands of some of the most toxic, evil individuals, cunning individuals you, you, you would ever encounter. Sometimes it comes at the hands of those who are just truly loving and kind and and, and, and supportive and, and whatnot. God utilizes all manners of discipline to those he loves, and uh, path of correction is indeed warmly embraced to the humble heart. And uh, for Freddie, he was having that turmoil in his mind, and uh, he was not going to say no anymore. He was going to go ahead f- with it, but of course it came at an expense and a consequence is this the real life is this just fantasy will the thought of any the thought of any normalcy within a perverted union is fantasy it's not reality he's caught in a landslide and there simply is no escape from reality there isn't the reality of his life is that he is struggling with this sin and he wants to participate in this sin, but he knows the consequences in regards to fighting against his own mind, the struggle of his own mind, and also his family and his upbringing. Uh, but there is no normalcy in a homosexual union. Uh, and I say that again, with all love and respect, there just isn't because it is an unnatural uh, coupling That was never authorized by the nature in which you and I have been or are of necessity submissive to. It is an act of lawlessness and it does not produce any fruits of righteous upbringing, but rather of confusion and chaos and division and perversion, uh, which has an eternal cost to it and consequence. So he says, open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy because I'm easy come, easy go, little high, little low, any way the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. So you can see this secular haze, uh, some religious upbringing in him, his conscience, his own mind fighting with this lawless, practice that he wants to indulge in. And you see the both both sides of his sphere, if you will, in dealing with this matter. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy because I'm easy come, easy go, little high, little low. Anyway the wind blows, doesn't really matter to me. There's a certain way in which in his generation things would have been perceived if you were going to come out of the closet. Quote unquote, in the common slang. Uh, and it was shunned. It was looked down upon. And s- s- rightly so, to a certain angle, not to the angle of which in which we begin to treat a human being as lesser than a human being. I do not believe, and the scriptures uh, of the New Testament uh, will uh, and in law instruct and guide and command that we are not to practice any kind of violence uh, upon an individual who is struggling or openly practicing homosexual things. We can defend the truth and we can speak out against it publicly, that is for sure, but uh, to uh, physically assault a man who is practicing uh, homosexuality is indeed a sin in of itself as well, or to practice any kind of hateful or hatred, uh, toward that end is, is not proper either and will not help anyone uh, know the love of Christ and the forgiveness therein. However, there is a calling condition that is strong and firm, which is repentance. You have to change. Mama, I just killed a man. That's what he's saying. Well, look at what's taking place here. Let's follow the train of thought in his mind. He's struggling with this sin. He's falling into the sin, practicing this sin, which of course is more so easily Embraced when your inhibitions have been evaporated by uh, narcotics and alcohol. So he's killing who he used to be, and he's now going to embrace who he wants to be. Uh, and in, in spite, again, the common misconceptions or misguided attempts by the agenda. To make homosexuality a normalcy, uh, one is not born um, practicing homosexuality or born guilty of the sin of homosexuality. Uh, everyone is conceived and born innocent before God, uh, and any religious any religious organization trying to teach you otherwise is lying to you and You need to know that. We are conceived and born in the realm of innocence before God. And depending on where you were born and raised, to which most statistically recorded throughout history, most who go towards homosexuality or various other departments of homosexuality have done so through the trauma that they received by family members, or even those who would claim to be preachers, or teachers, or neighbors, or co workers, or, or whatever. Um, sexual abuse, which caused them such a deep trauma that they left the realm of sexual decency because they no longer can discern what is decent sexually and what is perverted. Uh, but one is not born actively guilty of practicing homosexual uh, intercourse. Uh, one can be born in a household of homosexual uh, uh, activity and encouragement to which would indeed influence one to do so. There are many angles to that, bit of an excursion to that end, but in reality, this is what it is. And Freddie, he's fighting against that in his mind, but he's going to give in to it. And he's speaking to his mother, who would have not approved of a homosexual lifestyle in his youth, of course. Mama, I just killed a man. Well, who is he killing? He's killing his heterosexual self, if you will, or the one who would have uh, obliged and uh, followed the instruction of his upbringing against the lawless act of homosexuality. Put a gun against his head. It's a very violent act against the heterosexual side of myself. I pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. This heterosexual Freddy that you all have known is now dead, and I violently murdered him. The other part of my flesh, if you will, the willingness of the flesh and the temptation of it itself is there and active, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. It's just done. It's it's taking place. Mama, ooh, didn't mean to make you cry. It was not a high-handed, let's make mom cry. In my past life, um, I indulged in a great many excess and sinful things uh, that have scarred my mind forever In my flesh. I will never be normal again because I've corrupted my mind in my past life and have seen and done so many evil things. However... I can now learn to live each day one day at a time and sometimes one hour at a time uh, because there's something greater than myself out there and I can trust him. And I can trust him and he can teach me through his word and he keeps me humble and I want to be with him one day. And I'll, I, 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 would, I, I am doing and I will do everything, anything, that is necessary to be with him one day. Um, I, it's, a, it's always a struggle and it's always alive. But never in my past life have I ever wanted to practice sinful things as a high-handed hit towards mom and dad. Like, ah, I hate mom and dad, so today I'm going to do something purposely to hurt them. It, uh, never. Uh, matter of fact, I, that was probably one of the most uh, strong guilts that was kept in my heart was that I know I was letting them down. I was, um, I was uh, uh, doing things that was hurting them very much, and that was a difficult guilt. Uh, that I am thankful that I did not lose permanently, because once you lose all those things, you become so calloused that you you no longer change, and we don't we don't want to do that. Freddie was not high-handedly trying to hurt his mother by being a homosexual or practicing homosexuality, uh, but nonetheless, that is a consequence product of sin. You know, lawlessness affects everyone around you, including yourself. Well, if it doesn't hurt anyone else and it's in the... No, listen. It always hurts someone. Yourself included. Yourself included. Mama, I didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm not back again this time tomorrow, carry on. Carry on as if nothing really matters. Again, the realm of non-reason to which everything is subjective... And there is no right or wrong. There is no up or down. There is no heaven or hell, devil, or God. There is no rhyme or reason to life. We are simply, um, we are simply animals, if you will, and even lower than the animals in a kind of species. Um, and so, why care, Mom? Really, ultimately, just go on with your business and uh, forget about me. You know, it'll be less hurtful for you. Too late. My time has come. Send shivers down my spine. Body's aching all the time. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go, got to leave you all behind and face the truth. Well, facing the truth is knowing that as strong of a temptation as it might have been for Freddy being attracted to the same gender, facing the truth is denying oneself and picking up the cross and following Jesus. And Jesus and his love give us the strength to say no to those moments. Too late. My time has come. Send shivers down my spine. Body's aching all the time. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. I've got to leave you all behind and face the truth. His truth is, I just have to give in to this. Now, that's not reality, of course. He himself knows that in his opening lyric. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Well, it's fantasy, of course. Yet he has to make it his truth. And that is, of course, the realm, the subjective realm of relativism, pluralism, and emotionalism. Relativism. There is no truth. Pluralism, therefore I will make my own truth. Emotionalism, because I feel it's my own truth. And so he has to face his own truth, which is subjective. And that is the open act and practice of homosexuality. Mama, ooh, anyway the wind blows, I don't want to die. I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all. It's not all peaches and cream. He knows that. He's fighting his inner conscience. He's fighting his upbringing. He's fighting what is normal and trying to tell himself that what is not normal has to become normal because I want it and my flesh desires it. I see a little silhouette of a man Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very very frightening me, Galileo, Galileo. And this of course is interesting. <laughs> language, but it actually means something. And over in songfacts.com, you'll find here, Freddie Mercury wrote the lyrics and there has been a lot of speculation as to their meaning. Many of the words appear in the Quran. Bismillah is one of these. It literally means in the name of Allah. And the word skaramuch means a stock character that appears as a boastful coward. And, of course, Beelzebub is one of the many names given to the devil. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? You can see how, again, he's... <laughs> he had a tremendous mind, though. Though infected and contaminated by all sorts of narcotics and sexual deviancies, he had a mind to put this together. And uh, I find it quite fascinating, very interesting, that these are the words he would put together... T- Thunderbolt, Lightning, Frightening, Fandango, Scatamooch, Scatamooch, Galileo, (laughs) Magnifico. Um, It's the fight of who he is. His cowardly self. In the realm of fantasy. Fighting against reality. Which is what is normal and decent. Interesting. He says, it continues, I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family spare him his life from this monstrosity sympathy sympathizers have sympathy for the for the man it's not his fault that he is openly practicing homosexuality sympathizers sadly are equal to if not even more so guilty for enabling one to practice lawlessness. Um, This idea that it's not my fault, it's just who I am, love is love, I was born this way, is a fable. It has no root in logical reality. It's truly a fantasy. It's a myth. It's not real. It's not true. He did not have to practice homosexuality. And I am not voiding the fact that he may have struggled deeply with the same-sex attraction. He may have looked at women like some of us alpha male heterosexuals, uh, uh, or he may have looked at men like some of us uh, 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 alpha male heterosexuals look at women, to which we have to govern our thoughts to think in a way that is decent. She may be a very beautiful young lady, but she is not an object of sexual desire to which I can begin to fantasize sexual intercourse or various other acts of sex with this person. For therein I would be found guilty within my heart of adultery, in which a man cannot enter into the eternal peace with our Lord and Master if within his heart is found an adulterous practice." I'm just a poor boy. It's not my fault. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. Spare him his life from this monstrosity. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? Bismillah. No, we will not let you go. You cannot openly practice homosexuality. It is an act of lawlessness against Allah. I mean, you all should understand and be educated within the realm of faithful Islamic uh, 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 practice. All who are peaceful Muslims are deviants are uh, deviants away from the true structured nature of the Quran and their prophet Muhammad. I prefer those. I prefer peaceful Muslims. Some are very kind and are indeed very peaceful. It is those who faithfully, rightly interpret the Quran and its very clear instructions who are going to throw homosexuals off buildings to their death. So you can understand, Bismillah. No, we will not let you go. Bismillah. we will not let you go. Let him go, let him go. It's not his fault he was born that way. Why are you treating him that way? Sympathizers would say. But yet the religious realm of the Islamic practice is strong against homosexuality. As a matter of a fact, the very true and real growing community of Islamic presence in our nation is more so strongly, openly protesting and opposing homosexuality than us cowardly Christians who have since been swayed and contaminated into the sympathizers aspect of life. We will not let you go. Never let you go. Never, never, never. You're not going to happen. Oh, mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, let me go. My mother, my religious entourage and belief... All of these things are not allowing me to practice homosexuality, but I must practice homosexuality. Do you not sympathize with me? It's not my fault. Let me go. Let me practice homosexuality. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. A uh, interesting truth in the inner turmoil of his mind and his life and his upbringing. Indeed, the influence of the devil is puppeteering his thoughts when one succumbs of his own free will to the desires of the flesh. The devil, indeed, always the core source behind all these acts of lawlessness. So you think you can stone me and spit in my eye the aggravation of... Now it's time to be strong and take hold of what I want to do and who I am. And I, <laughs> that's the moment in which the song really grabs you. It grabs you by the ears and pulls you close. And it's like that heavy riff, that heavy, that heavy sound that's uh, uh, truly captivating for us old school rock and rollers, if you will. So you think you can love me and leave me to die? Oh, baby, can't do this to me, baby. Just got to get out. Just got to get right out of here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. Nothing really matters to me. Anyway, the wind blows. There is no solid foundation. He is a slave to the prince of the wind of the air. There is nothing solid. Nothing solid to hold on to. To keep close. To find comfort. And healing with. Whichever way it goes, I'm ready for it. If they want to hate me, they'll hate me. If they want to sympathize with me and love me, then so be it. But I'm going to practice homosexuality, and I'm going to do so publicly. Because truly, at the end of the day, nothing really matters. It really doesn't matter to me. Who cares? We're only a bunch of animals anyways. What's the big deal? And such is the um, sorrowful mind of despair. The sorrowful mind of despair. And the conclusion to the lyric in which we analyze. What do you guys think? This makes sense? Friends, consider subscribing if you find value in this information, in these sessions. Like, share, comment, and please consider supporting the work so we can keep moving forward. My website, addedsouls.com. You can sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. And you can send donation through PayPal, added souls at gmail.com. I labor alongside with the East Coast Church of Christ over here in New Brunswick, Canada. And you can check out the dot com, East Coast Church dot com, or our Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. Bohemian Rhapsody. There is my analytical dosage of uh, the day on Tuesdays. We go live from Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time, and there is an itinerary with the various themes of the various days. Tomorrow, Lord willing, we will continue our studies in the account, the recorded account of Joseph and his siblings over in Genesis, and we certainly hope and pray you will join us therein. Friends, contact me. If you have any concerns or questions, contact me. Call me or let's set up a a, a video chat or a phone call or email exchange if it is necessary. I'm here for you. I am your servant. um, And um, it is a a great honor and pleasure for me to to, uh, produce this material. And uh, I certainly hope you find substance and value therein. Good stuff. Talk to you later. Peace out.